1: Three four seven six thirty three ninety three sixty five is the number to call. So don't sit around, no time to stall. Giving you football from wall to wall, and now we give you our two hosts, Amal and Chad, with your breakfast host.
2: Welcome to this Tuesday morning, October thirteenth, two thousand fifteen. If you were unconscious yesterday or you decided to leave the country, you left at a bad time. Here's what you had go on yesterday. Florida's quarterback, Will Greer, suspended for one full calendar year for taking an over-the-counter supplement from GNC. That is against NCAA rules. I guess it was a banned substance in there. Steve Sarkeesian fired at USC. The Royals come back. Jamal Charles is out for the season with an ACL tear. Antonio Gates scores his 100th TD. Steve Spurrier retires. The Cubs hit a gang of home runs. You have a walk-off touchdown, if there's such a thing, yeah, with the Pittsburgh Steelers and San Diego Chargers. And the Mets score 13 runs. I had this tweet last night, and I really feel that. Yesterday was a month long.
3: In in the sports news world it certainly was and, and and that that list uh has too many two items on there I'm not thrilled about, so what can I tell you?
2: <laughs> well, uh, a lot of it was bad, to be quite honest with you. Jamal Charles, Will Greer, Steve Sarkeesian. Those aren't good things. If you're a Dodger fan, um I'm assuming you don't like thirteen runs being scored. Um I don't know what you I don't know if Steve Spurrier retiring really falls on the bad side, maybe it's, you know, it came to that time. The Gamecocks not enjoying uh, a very good season, and I think it just ended up being uh, no longer fun for the ball coach. And, uh, you know, Well, and he put that the program guy who, on
3: the map. I mean, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens there when he steps can, away. Can they
2: continue it? Yeah, can they continue it? Well, it's not when, because this is effective immediately. It's not having oh, to retire at the end of the year. Oh, not until
3: the end of the year, huh?
2: No, he's he's uh, that's oh, it. Yesterday was his last day. Uh, they have an interim coach, and that's that's the way that they're going to do it. That's how he's going to close out the year.
3: Um, wow, he just, I don't he know just said if I that ever... that's it. That's it. I I thought um, I was assuming I didn't pay attention when I saw it flash across. I just said okay, he's going to quit at the end of the year. I didn't realize he was just like I'm done.
2: No, done. When I first heard it, I thought okay, he's, he's, his announcement is that he will uh, finish out the year, and then that'll be it you know uh but that's that's not the case he's done right now and so there'll be an interim coach there at, at South Carolina so you know if your school is USC today you're you're looking for a coach whether that's Southern California or South Carolina you don't have a uh, a permanent football coach at the moment well, they're both on you interim know some baseball.
3: guys don't want to deal with that whole farewell tour stuff
2: yeah, and, you know, Steve's always marched to the beat of his own drum. Uh, the old ball coach does things the way that he does them, and they don't normally fall in line with uh, how everyone else thinks things should be done. And that's that's been uh, – that's been – got to tell you, I hope strength.
3: he ends up on TV because he is really one of the great characters of college football.
2: He is, and I wonder, you know, I wonder if he's a guy that will totally disappear from the limelight, totally disappear from the game of football Or will he be a guy that will go into the studio? I'm sure there are people that will be after him. Uh, They spent a good part of last night giving you some of his quotes. Uh, One of the better ones was, you know, after a fire destroyed... Uh, 20 books in the Auburn library. He said uh, it's a shame because 15 of them hadn't been colored yet. Uh, I mean, I mean that's that's award-winning <laughs> stuff there. So that's what you get from Steve Spurrier, and uh, you know, having that on a ESPN or something like that would be really, well, you really You know, great. my I,
3: favorite one when he when he was consistently beating the hell out of Tennessee when he was at Florida. He said you can't yeah. spell citrus without a U and a T.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean he's just cutthroat with it. So. Um, You know, you hate to see him go, especially just just for the SEC media days alone. He always provided a nugget.
3: What uh, do you say about so Florida State the name? year they were stealing the sneakers or whatever that whole deal was? What did you he call them something back in the 90s, remember? Uh,
2: oh, I, I'm sure maybe during one of these breaks I can go look up. Yeah, do you remember that whole incident with
3: where they were, I don't know, getting free sneaks or something? And Oh,
2: no one can forget the free shoes deal. Uh, they would call yeah. FSU for a reason, so, uh, yeah. you know. Steve had a good time with that. And so uh, the old ball coach is done. Hate that he's going out off of a 45-24 loss to LSU, but, you know, the great ones usually go out that way. It has to become apparent and clear to them that, you know, this is, you know, I'm just, I'm not up to, to where I need to be, and that's usually how it ends up happening. I think for Spurrier, just said, uh, I don't think uh, these guys are tired of hearing me, you know. So um, he'd done his time. I'm not sure how many years he put in at South Carolina but you're correct um they were and also ran in the SEC and he turned them into a force to reckon with um several double digit win seasons and um you know has put them put them back on the map and uh, you know I don't know who's coming in there next I know prior to the season when there was talk of uh Spurrier perhaps stepping down this season or in the near future uh the the name You know, knocked around a lot was Will Muschamp, so uh, I'm sure he will be a part of this process.
3: People are having short memories. I mean, they're they've been pretty good the last decade since he got there. But you know, it'll be interesting to see what direction they go because you look at you just take the Eastern Division. Forget the rest of the SEC. They're in there with Florida, Georgia, and Tennessee, three really premium what you would consider top twenty programs in the history of college football. So it'll be. Interesting to see what direction the program goes from here.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, and it is, it's the SEC, so it's 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 tough. Uh, Clemson on their rise and being strong right now complicates things for South Carolina because you know South Carolina, does, it it the talent in that state isn't enough to feed both of those programs uh, to be top ten teams. So it's a constant battle every year, just for that. You know, they obviously both programs have to go outside of the state to to fill their rosters and get everything that they need. But by and large, you know, you're going to have majority of your kids from South Carolina, and uh, there's always that battle. And right now, Clemson's probably winning that that battle for kids in the state of South Carolina.
3: Right, right. So it'll
2: be well, it'll be so,
3: interesting. Always something. Yeah, yeah. And, and like I said. Um,
2: Expect Will Muschamp's name to be big in the whole new coach process Uh, because of his relationship with Spurrier. I'm sure Spurrier would put in a good word for him on the way out. And, uh, you know, Muschamp wants another crack at at being a coach. And he has to, considering what's going on at Florida. Um, I'm sure he wants to get back in there and and save face because uh, right now that same squad he had last year is flying high, although there is a bit of a problem in Gainesville. And uh, I don't know that I've, I i do not know that the last time or if I've ever heard of of this happening, player losing an entire year. Maybe that I don't remember how the whole Bosworth thing worked out, but it's it's been that long. I don't recall a player.
3: Yeah, I don't know enough. The whole about, I don't year. know enough about the testing rules and what they ban. But I will say this: if you can walk into GNC and buy it, then we have a problem, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, in in terms, of what do you mean? Well. I mean, here's the thing of it. If something is legal over-the-counter product, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not sure it should be banned.
2: Uh, sure, and uh, you could debate that until the cows come home. The NCAA does have an extensive banned substance list. Uh, this is why the day, first day players come on campus, they are told, do not take anything without first consulting with this training staff and with the medical staff. And unfortunately for Will Greer, he went counter to that and uh came up snake eyes for him he ended up being a part of and the, the ncaa test is random i went through a couple of them when i was in college um it is random you'll get a couple of guys will be on the list and you got to go over there in the morning and uh the ncaa's test is no joke they come in there and uh there's no playing around on that test uh they're following you all the way into the stall and they're watching everything and when i say everything amel i mean they watch everything and so there's no chance you could pull any kind of switch or ruin there so um, You're peeing, they're testing it, and if there's something in there, they're finding it. And they, they don't, you know, they don't test for narcotics. It's strictly for performance enhancers. And Yeah, and
3: I know. I, I understand. Whatever he you knew thought. the rules. I'm not trying to say that. What I'm saying is, yeah, I just question the rules if, if I can buy it at, at GNC. Yeah, yeah, so. I mean, it's not like the guy was in a shady alley buying, you know, uh, anabol or something.
2: <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, watch, watch GNC try to profit somehow from this. This is the substance that got Will Greer suspended. You know. Yeah. This is how yeah. you gain 60 pounds of muscle. Uh, you know, 50, so yeah, exactly. You can, well, I
3: mean, yeah. the good thing for them is I think he obviously was helping them offensively, but they still weren't an offensive juggernaut. I think if they can just keep it going a little bit offensively, I mean, that team's going to live and die with its defense. So.
2: Uh, true, but yeah, I don't know why, you know, some folks want to say that the season's uh, now over and this, that, and the other. He was involved in a very tight quarterback battle with Trayon Harris. Uh, and and to be quite honest with you, Will Greer pulled away when treyon Harris um, was suspended for a game. So, Trayon Harris well, very well could have been the starter for this football team. They were involved in a back-and-forth battle, and through two games, their stats were identical. So... Uh, Yeah, and let's not kid ourselves. I mean, the
3: the SEC games they played here, I mean, they won 14-9 against Kentucky and 21-3 against Missouri, and seven of those were were defensive points. I mean, it's not like this guy was rolling up points and yards for them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what it was
2: was efficient offense and uh, didn't do anything to put the defense in bad positions. So if uh, Trayon Harris can carry that on, Florida will be just fine. Uh, And, you know. We'll see where that goes I think it has i think it has an immediate benefit for this game. uh we've seen this before when there's a quick change like that it uh causes a problem for the team that you're playing number one uh are your players gonna be focused? Do they think now that they've got an easier go at it? That's number one number two is you are not sure how this team's gonna attack you now in offense so the film you're watching um you're wondering just how much of a you know how much of a benefit it is to you so those are the things you gotta you gotta worry about when you have a late change like this one. So
3: yeah, um, no, we'll just see. They, well, see certainly this is a big game this week. I mean, that's you know as far as I'm concerned, and there's a, there's a bunch of really good games coming up this week. But this one might the Florida LSU game is probably my top if I had to rank them.
2: Yeah, and so far as what uh, you know the odds makers think because you know they're the smartest people in the world when it comes to this stuff. Um, the line for this game has moved. Uh, two points since this is a, this announcement, I believe it opened up at what did it open up at five
3: now it's at and seven yes, so that yeah, guy in Missouri is probably closer to right than you,
2: so <laughs> well. Um,
3: he said nine and a half, man. He's still way
2: off.
1: So You guys middled you know, it, he, I,
2: and
3: you said five, so you're four and a half, so you're right on the
2: middle yeah, well, of it. Well, you know what? Danny has said he's he's still peppering him with text
3: messages. <laughs> still, <handing laughs> Danny's going to have to change his phone number. He made a key mistake giving that out.
2: Oh, good grief, you know. Why would you give him the real number? But anyway, uh, nevertheless, that's you know whose problem that is? That's Danny's problem. That's right. We've got no problems here. We've got NFL Hall of Famer Warren Sapp. He's here. He's ready, ready to do his straight talk segment. And, boy, do we have a lot to talk to him about. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, it's Sapp time here on the Gridiron Stud Show. We'll be right back right after this. This us back here on the Gridiron Stud Show. It's 10:14 here on the East Coast. U.S. Coast folks, wake up because uh, there's a lot to talk about today. I mean, I just laid out what the hell went on yesterday, and uh, damn, that was a full day. That was a full month in the day there. Uh, I, I mean, today. Oh yeah, you're
3: not covering that. <laughs> you're not covering all that in this show. No way.
2: Man, uh, today will you know absolutely pale in comparison. Uh, I don't know how you could even top something like that. That's just uh, absolutely ridiculous. What would you say was the big, biggest story of the day
3: out of those that I just dropped out there for you?
2: <sighs>
3: I mean, I don't like. It's not even being partial. I wish it wasn't, but I still think Sarkeesian getting fired for being drunk at practice is a pretty unusual uh, occurrence, even in even in the wild world of college football.
2: Yeah, well I, I think at some point here we're gonna to need to discuss why why it turned into a firing, you know. I I I I'd like to know why that. what do you mean how, it turned how, into how a firing
3: happened. for the reason you and I talked about yesterday.
2: But so quick. I don't know. We we can we can talk about this
0: with our next guest because it is that time. And now it's time for straight talk with Warren Sack. I'll go sideways about Roger Chuck.
1: Are you kidding me? Giving it to you the way you may not want it, but exactly the way that you do need it.
0: Touching various topics on the pro football and college football gridiron.
4: He just wanted the contract and the notoriety, but he didn't want the work.
1: So don't be shy, because we know. He won't be either. Straight Talk, now, with Warren Sapp on the Gridiron Stud Show. You ain't never been
4: bad in your life, so don't
5: even
2: worry about self or being bad. Man, you went in on old Charles Barkley there, but hey... We're happy to have you here. If you want to go in on somebody, it's Warren Sapp here for the Straight Talk with Warren Sapp. And uh, well, Warren,
3: we got all kinds of stuff for you this morning. C, it's good to be with you this morning. What's up, Chad? Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good yeah, to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we first. It. You know, before we get into this, you know, we, we have I have a list of things we want to talk to you about. <laughs> and, uh, but, but we're going to lobby up a, a big softball to start the game because we start this. Okay, this one, this one's like a big home run for you. We, Chad went off yesterday. We let him go. He was he was out of his mind for five minutes about the Miami Florida State game. Um, now, if you're if you're not familiar with our format on Fridays, Chad and I give out our college and pro picks. We pick three in college each and three in pros. Miami was one of my picks. They got eight points on Friday, so they won. I told as far to you as last week. You sound like a Jet fan, and you are a Jet fan, right? Who me? Yeah.
4: I'm,
5: what do you mean when, a When you
4: talk talking about you, I'm, i say you sound like a Jet fan. Next year we'll get him. We'll, we'll get him year, next time. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Got it. What do you think I about told the Kings? The last I time, thought... first time I spoke to you, I told you that. I mean, yes, I, listen, I thought the
3: Kings were going to win the game outright. What, what yeah, do you, you think? I thought like Nelly, too.
0: <laughs> 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 and thought it
2: was
3: jelly. <laughs>
2: yeah. You know, I, I foolishly said we were going to win this game. Uh, and then, you know, on, on my way to Missouri, huh? I started thinking, man, you know what? We don't win games like this. Uh, the last five years. <laughs> we don't win hard games on a row. We're, we're... Listen, uh, I man, had an early cocktail I mean, when like, I said KAC,
4: that. We watched one of the worst performances we've ever seen in the history of this great, great rivalry. 22 for 222. For two times? To- are you kidding me?
5: <laughs> and, and,
4: and hold on, guy, man. I got. If, no, no, no. I got to get the bucket. I got to get the
2: bucket that's no, no, no. by my desk
1: here. If his hair.
4: hamstring didn't cramp, he's gone on the one where he
5: slides down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, listen. And okay. I mean, he didn't even
4: have the gear. I mean, just imagine if the man had the fifth gear, he might have ran for yeah, three hundred and twenty-two no. yards
5: on us.
3: Well, listen, Chad, Chad, right Chad was off. Chad was off on the same thing yesterday, and obviously uh, that you know. No, no,
4: no, no, no. I'm watching our – Safety, beat the linebacker to the line of scrimmage, and you have pitch, man. And there is a lead blocker in front of the pitch, man. And you decide you're going to dive back in and hit the court. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> sound like, sound like oh. he's going to go off, too, Amos. Oh, no, 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 no. You're not going
4: to drag me back. You're not going to drag me back. you no, Cal- right down, Warren, because I I got- don't know what they play. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know how to explain it. I mean, Oh, I want to know how the defensive line coach is walking in any young man's living room and saying, I can make you Jim Burt, Reuben Carter, Ted Hendricks, Cortez, Russell Mallon, Lawrence, and we don't play that defense. How is that possible?
3: Well, okay, wait, for for our audience, because I, I know you're Ooh. fired up. Explain to, to myself and the audience, uh-huh. is this, a, in your opinion, Is this a talent issue or a scheme issue? No, 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 no. Not not, not talent,
4: not talent. Because you can be out coached in college. That's why I love Jim Harbaugh back in college, because he can actually, you know, work some things, look at your tendencies, do some things. We're being – I mean, we were in that football game when a guy ran 22 times for 222 yards and two touchdowns. We had a shot to win. You don't have a shot to win games like that. Right. That's what lets you know that it's – I mean, the kid Scott come out and look like a beast. I mean, we don't know how to stop the defensive line from batting balls at the end of the game. What the hell is that? You don't punch him in the gut like they do us when, when we was in school. We don't teach that anymore. <laughs>
5: a guy's batting two of the four passes we got. Are
1: you kidding me? Man, there were a lot of there were a
2: lot of guts that need to be punched that night. Oh. Yeah, it would include those oh, defensive starting lines. with the sure. guy
5: that don't wear
4: the U nowhere on his body. Punch him first.
3: So so what you're basically telling me is that, as a fan, if I'm looking at a game where a guy's getting 10 yards a carry, the team oh. that loses should get blown out. The fact that they only oh. lost 29-24 tells you. And we that, got the
4: ball driving with right. a gun.
3: Okay, fair that enough. That
4: let you know that it is what's being implemented with the talent that we have on the football field that we can't get it
5: done.
3: Right. So I, I, I sense that you, you, you are a strong advocate that uh, the Miami Hurricanes need a new football coach. Hey, man, my man
4: Snedeker from Fort Myers is flying the plane. I, I I agree with him. I mean, you're flying it. I, I agree with him. Tell me what's going to change.
3: Nothing that I see. Listen, I agree with you, the new coach. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just trying to figure this
4: out. The very definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, like you was last week. Yeah, well <laughs> – <laughs> I mean, we just we don't win those games. You got I mean, I, luckily I didn't break my TV. Oh, Jesus.
2: Okay, we 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 had enough on that. We, you, uh, we Whoa, got you. Wait, and, wait, you wait, and Tyler, time, or, out. time out. You, no, 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 don't leave this topic yet. Because because well, my man on the phone here with us. He was okay. very instrumental in getting a very certain picture passed around through social media and the Internet. <laughs> wait, wait, it was passed I, I hope to he's me. not trying to deny it, but he put it a picture up. It was passed to me. Low.
4: So, I, uh, yeah, what I know. I, I know ain't, ain't nothing no Ain't nothing on no, no my my verified. That's a verified account. Yeah, that's me. Y-
2: yep, and, and we got a guy. Uh, f- we have a linebacker for the Hurricanes that got caught in a three-point stance. Unfortunate for him. I'm telling you, the kid slipped out of his stance, put his hand okay. down, and damn it, man, right. someone took okay. a picture.
4: Okay, you say that, and that's the same thing I got from a, a, a source down at UM. That, that's a coach there. I hit him with it. I said, what is this? He said, the guy slipped. Now, A.C., did you happen to see the picture? Because you, you, uh, you, you were objective to this. You you were with the Canes and everything, right? So, I did, did not you see. I did, I did not see, see the,
2: picture, the
4: picture, but pl- please give me the, the details.
2: Give me the details. Well, i to get it to you right now. young man is Abel, in a
4: three-point stance, like a fullback, and he happens to be playing linebacker. We don't have the ball. And, <laughs> and, and Chad and a coach down at UM want to tell me this kid slipped. Now, <laughs> me, myself... I've been in a three-point stand before because I used to play the tight end position. When you slip from a two-point position, your feet are not in a position to get in a three-point stand like a fullback. If I slip, I, I slip. My, my body puts me in an awkward position. I look All right, like maybe I not. Slip. Okay, maybe I don't maybe not look slip, like I just lost got down to be like, okay, I'm finna go through this hole and eat this linebacker up. But I am the linebacker.
3: So we have a linebacker at the U in hoop, a three-point stance. A three point stance. Okay.
5: I am, I'm, I'm, and they're going to tell me to get this, this kid you.
3: slipped because he didn't want to
4: show that he was blitzing. <laughs> if you slip, your body is in an awkward – I slipped. I know what that looks like on a football field. You, The eye in the sky, do not lie. This kid got in a three-point stand. I, mean,
1: <laughs> I don't
2: understand how that would even happen, Sap. How would that happen? Because I that a linebacker
4: standing in a two-point stand, and they jump – before they, you know, they get out bouncing, you jump!
3: To get back in balance, you don't
4: get in the three point. Warren, I feel like
3: I'm at an Eddie Murphy comedy routine for football. <laughs> You're making me laugh. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna on stage end of right street?
4: now. I'm in a two point stand, and I'm I'm so anxious, ready to blitz. My feet are firing. I mean, that's <laughs> what I'm taught. Feet fire, you know. <laughs> I don't get in the three point stand. Oh
3: God, Jesus. And you circulated this picture?
2: No, I didn't. I posted it, and I said, that's "Who did That's good. at circulating it in this day and age, man? Hey, you know man, you I have know a that. million
4: plus followers. I'm sure at that point. It was saved and retweeted and did so. I just wanted—I wanted an answer. And uh, when someone calls me back and says he slipped, and I'm looking at the guy standing in a proper three-point stance, that ain't, slipping. Why, that ain't that call, that slipping.
3: why do I have a feeling Al Golden will not be invited? Why do I have a feeling you will not be invited to anything with Al Golden as coach for a while? Well, I, oh, I, I, I the, went to his camp, the went down time and time got later.
4: fingerprinted, and after I did the camp. I guess they didn't like my style of, you know, telling the kids to flip the hips and get to the quarterback. So, you know, they 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 never invited me back anyway. So,
3: yeah. So, well, who wants who wants an NFL Hall of Famer at their campus. Nah, um, that's right. Who
4: wants the first battle Hall of Famer? There's only been five of those ever in the history of the game. Who wants those at their school? Yeah. No, no, no.
3: Listen, we got to move on. I got I got other things that I need you to address for me. Okay. Now on Saturday we had a, a horrific injury. Um, if you saw it, I, I don't oh, know you, first
5: of the
4: game with
3: oh. Nick Chubb. Oh, just. A, a brutal injury, oh. which which is not what I really I mean. Obviously, the young man got hurt bad, and we're hoping for the best for his recovery. But here's my question: Should the running back at LSU, uh, Fournette, should he sit out next year? If you were him, if you were advising him, he can't go no. to the league. No. Should he sit he out or should he play? Can't
2: can't
4: play can't play the game like you're afraid to go get hurt. You just got to play the game. The good Lord got you. There's a plan for everybody. Yeah, so that's, just go that's
2: play. exactly my sentiment. Go play. Man. I,
4: did I did agree it. with you. It's a beautiful game we play. Go get your lawyers in London. Go get you a nice insurance. I know they're gonna give him a twenty million dollar insurance policy. He'd be fine. He live off that. He'd be fine.
3: Well, I hope that somebody's giving him advice like you two because I well, agree
4: that's, with that's, you. That's that's the state. That's the that's the general standard of thing that you do. He gets finished with this year healthy. He gets some insurance policy and he
5: goes to work. That's it.
3: That's it. Okay, I yeah, agree with uh, you. And yeah, I, agree. I agree man. I
0: don't,
5: don't want to hear had, that's a have had creation. first round picks there before. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a media case. Yeah, this is standard operating procedure at the
4: university. They should protect this kid. Because he definitely they ain't got no workless comp like his Chubb. Chubb's go, Chubb, everybody in the stadium on a yeah. Saturday afternoon, if they get hurt in a college stadium, would we'll get workless comp and be taking care of everybody but who everybody came to see, and that's the athletes on the field. Something is wrong.
3: Yeah, something yeah, I, is wrong. I just don't think you could play any sport, you know, no matter what the sport. No, where no, you... no, 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 no. You didn't hear what I said.
4: At every college stadium in America on Saturday, if every, if any other person in that state, the referee, the coach, the cheerleader, the 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 usher, the security, anybody gets hurt, <laughs> they gonna get taken care of except
5: the player. Right. No, I'm...
3: <laughs> I agree. <laughs> it's crazy. It is crazy. Is like, I, I think you make the... the You guys, both of you, make the most sense here. I, I, I read these things anymore that, that sports writers come up with, and they don't make sense for any sport. I don't care if you're playing golf. It's a immediate it creation, man. They,
2: they put that junk in Javi Clowney's head, and he's never turned back on. They're
3: in together. Right. Now, Warren, Chad just sent me this picture, and honestly... This is hysterical, and I'm not just kidding. Did he slip? AC, hey, that's all I'm asking you. Do you look at that picture and say that kid slipped? No, he looks like Moose Johnson. That's Thank ready you. to. you! I'm finna go get <laughs> this
5: linebacker, and I am the linebacker. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking at Boy right. lost he, I'm
4: wearing the Lone picture. Boy lost his balance. He finna go get him. He yeah.
2: finna go get the him.
4: Yeah, Boy
2: lost his balance. You guys are awful.
4: No, no, no. You said slip, and I ha- I got told this twice, so. Two out of three, I'm done. Off I'm done. You you slip. Know, i done. He slipped. I don't see a slip. AC, do you see a
3: slip in that I, picture? I, I see no slip there. I, he looks like he got blocked. I don't like have
4: the blocked. tape. I don't have the tape to rewind, Chad. You got the tape. To send me the play. Let me see it. Then I, then I might. I, I might. That I means I, I got to
3: go through and look
2: at all the other bad stuff there, and I'm not oh, watching 22 carries. Yeah, yeah, not looking know? at it. Okay, Lauren, anyway. I, I
3: got to move you on into the NFL on, here. Go. I got go. a whole go. section here for you, that I, Chad and Chad, you as well. I want both of you guys to give me. I'm going to give you because you know we're about that point in the season where people start to get excited in the NFL. They look at the standings and their team that they thought would be zero and five is three and two, and all of a sudden they're thinking about the playoffs and and, and winning the Super Bowl because we all know that you can do that now because the Giants did it when they were nine and seven. So people get excited. So I'm going to give you pretenders, okay? You tell me if they're let me help you out. See, I, I know
4: right now I'm talking to a fan.
3: Okay, are you ready?
4: Now, let me no 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 let me help you out before you even run down this list because. I have a golden rule in the National Football League. Don't call me until after you've eaten your Thanksgiving dinner.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you and Bill Conchal.
4: No, no, no. Let me give you the reason why. I started three football seasons, three and four, and made the playoffs every year. Mm-hmm. That's true. So Fair don't enough. call me until you finish your Thanksgiving dinner. September and October <laughs> is for the fans. November and December is what they remember.
1: If you can remember,
2: what's the best what's the best way you ever started off a season?
4: Five and 1997, games. Break up the Bucks. Remember that one? They had Warwick on the cover of the Sports Illustrated.
2: Yeah, oh, you you, you yeah. already know you're going well when that happens.
4: Right. Oh yeah, five and 5 and zero, baby. That's what the Atlanta Falcons <laughs> remind me of right now. That ninety seven Bucks team.
5: You oh, know, the war. The war. you back to in the have, backfield we have
4: looks like You know, we don't have the same kind of quarterback they have, but, you know, I'm watching them dominate the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. They're playing pretty good football right now.
3: I'm but, like, we, Warren, have, have. we have fans here. They're, they they right, want, they, do they do want to need your reaction from I'm gonna
4: preface this with don't don't hold me to this until I get finished with my fried turkey that I'm gonna fry in the in the, in the driveway <laughs> and then call me and I'll let you know how we feel about these teams. <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right, exactly. Listen, we're not gonna crucify you if you're wrong. I, I, you we just, don't even hold me to it. Just, okay, just run down just, your <laughs> list.
0: We want your gut pre-fried turkey rankings. Here we go. Gut feeling. New York Jets, three and one. No.
4: Nope. Okay. And they're in the division with Tom Brady, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, you are
3: gonna need 30 to win that division, and they don't have the, the – uh, no, no. No, Ryan okay. Fitzpatrick,
4: no. Okay. No,
5: no.
3: Now, I'm going to throw this team in there. You'd never think they would be in a section like this, this type of discussion early in the year, because preseason magazine – That's well. why I always tell you don't come until you get fed with your turkey. Now, fire the team. Indianapolis Colts. Listen, man, the Indianapolis
4: Colts – did what every team does when you make a run in the playoffs and you look at your team and say, okay if I had this, that, whatever it's never gonna be this. that's never gonna be the way you get there. Never gonna be the way you get there.
3: Never. Free agent They don't have enough defense. Right, okay. No. Fair enough. No. Now and I'm a no, He's no right too just careless the with the
4: football. He throws too many picks and, and and I and I love this about him but I hate this about him. He'll throw the pick and then go make the tackle. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> I love him. He's the
4: only quarterback I know that throws a pick and then turns into Brian Erlach and chases him. <laughs> I'm okay oh again. my goodness. I love it. I love the guy. But <laughs> you can't be that careless with the football and win championships. He'll
3: learn it. Okay. Now, there's gonna be fans out there saying, What am I doing putting this team in there? But I'm gonna explain why <laughs> The Denver Broncos and the reason is Peyton Manning No, not no, no, Peyton no, Manning. no,
4: They're playing defense right now. Okay. They're playing defense. Von Miller, and that's the, I don't know what's wrong with DeMarcus Ware's back. I guess he'll get a little old after 100 and some sacks real fast like that. But, you know, once if they can stay healthy, that's the biggest thing. If they stay healthy, because Peyton can't feel his fingers. So the defense going to have to carry him until the air gets thin or it gets cold, and I don't know. I don't know when, when he I starts feeling his again. I guess that's the question, again, Warren, that I'm asking you. I, health. I, the the defense health. is it's great. Health.
5: health. If they health. are
4: healthy, they, they, you're going to have to deal with them because they don't, they yeah, don't you know, have Amo, before, to get a advantage.
2: Before Sunday, I would have disagreed with what he was saying, but when I sat there and watched that game Sunday, I realized that that's what's fueling this team right now. It's the they defense. They're they getting after people. They're <laughs> they getting biting. after people, and they you don't biting. need – and I think you're better off when Peyton doesn't feel the need to want to throw the ball 50 times in a game. And no, it's no the they
4: defense probably convinced but, him that, son, you're throwing the ball for over 70,000 yards.
3: I mean, lean on somebody else. Well, I know one thing. Von Miller and DeMarcus Mm -hmm. Ware are two mothers to block. And and Ware wasn't even there yesterday. Right. Okay. Fair (laughs) enough. I understand. You know what? I actually agree with you. I think they're better. Chad's been on this role for a few years now. The thing with Peyton Manning, great quarterback, has all the numbers. But sometimes that hurts you when you get to the playoffs because – you got to be able to run the ball and play defense. I think what you're saying makes sense. The team is built this year more conducive to winning hey in the playoffs. Hey, damn them no, numbers. They're, they're My, dog won, My
1: dog won a Super they're Bowl. My dog won a Super Bowl with Peyton
4: dry the ship because Peyton had to get in the shotgun and then they got in the pistol, so they solved the, the the you know, handing the ball off thing because he didn't, you know, because Kubiak wants it out of the eye and Peyton wants to be in shotgun, so they solved that problem. So now they got a chance to go do what they want to do. So, But it's still about health. Okay, I have, feeling, I have a feeling. I have a feeling I know your answer.
3: is going to be tough. I know your answer on this next one based on the lead-in and things you've said, but I'm going to let you go anyway. The mm-hmm. Atlanta Falcons. I just told you
4: I love the Atlanta Falcons, okay. but I can't. I can't. I can't put a championship in Loserville. Come on. Okay.
3: <laughs> but you <laughs> like the team. I love
4: what they're doing right now because they're, they're dominating the line of scrimmage. When you're running for 360 some yards and Freeman's got another 177 catching and seven touchdowns, what? In Atlanta?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then what do you I mean, do about then, what do you do about, about they? weren't even expecting receiver. this
4: offensive line to be able to protect Mac I mean Matt Ryan really well. Not only are they protecting, but when the game like Sunday, when you got to play some football and they.
2: Man. They, okay, let well, I me mean, How much possible. credit do you, how much? Well, hold on. How much credit do you want to give Dan Quinn for that? All of it. All the of guy it. Can him throw. and
4: Brian Cox. Because Dan Quinn yeah. came in with a philosophy that I'm gonna make this offensive line up front a little tougher, and Brian <laughs> Cox been working on this defensive line. I watched him work on yeah. this D line. So, and when you're able to dominate offense and defensive line, the line of scrimmage,
3: you can win football games. Very okay, true. Let me ask you this, and don't tear my head off. I'm asking you. To, because I'm not even close I, enough to kiss you. How would I tear your head off? Because I, yeah, you, but I know that NFL some players. I'm of threats. Are. I'm too old. for this. I know, I know <laughs> what people always say. Listen, I know how hard it is to win in the league, so when I ask you this, I ask you more big picture, okay? I get a win is a win.
5: Do
3: you attribute any of it to their schedule? I mean, the Eagles aren't very good. They oh, played no, the no, 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 no.
4: Would you have said that the day they played the Eagles? No, no not at all. Alright, now what's the next thing? Now what's the next one you're about to discredit?
3: They play I'm not discrediting,
4: I'm asking No me. no no no. I mean you they said it's and the Eagles aren't very good, so now what's the next team? You will the, the Eagles go. The Giants are okay. Oh, uh, okay. So now you're getting a little better, so now what's the third one?
3: The Cowboys without Romo are not
4: good. Oh okay, but when they played, I mean I mean what are you saying here, dude? <laughs> you only get to play who you play.
5: Yeah, okay. Fair yeah, enough.
4: Good. I'm asking. I mean, Tom Brady didn't walk around with the weakest schedule for the last four years. Nobody says anything with the average winning percentage of, what, 478 or something like that over the last five years? Give me a break. Okay. Fair Give enough. Give me a break. Don't, don't, don't talk to me about your schedule. They're all NFL teams, but sometimes you get a break, sometimes you don't.
5: Okay. That's
4: fair <laughs> enough. How about the Panthers? What do you think about them going You forward? know what? Cam Newton's playing real well, and that defense is surprisingly, you know, holding it up and doing some things, but... I look at their schedule. Who they play? Nobody.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would, Who the did he go to ball to? The backup from the
4: Verizon commercial gave them a run. So. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I don't so know, sometimes they're throwing they don't the ball something something not they don't,
4: but I like the way Atlanta's dominating a lot of scrimmage. That's why I, it doesn't matter who they're playing, you know, because they move people and run the ball like that with Matt Ryan and Julio. And once they get Roddy White to understand, son, you had your run, <laughs> you had your mm-hmm. run. This, this thing's go fast when they when they forged the whole draft to go get a guy. He's special, and right. then you
1: yeah, watch be him. Support then, no, no, no. Yeah,
4: be and support. then you watch him every day in practice. What is he? What is he complaining about? Be the Alvin Hopper to his Michael Irving. Go get you some championships. Do all these kids care about my catches and this and that? No, it's about the win, son. You
3: yep. have to win hop on the, the train ring. Hop on the train and help get the ring. What?
4: No, hop on the train get you a nice seat.
3: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Matt
4: Ryan's going to throw you the ball sometimes. I mean, if the coverage rolls, you've
3: got to be there. Well, the last Very one here key. is not a pretender or a contender. It's more of a question for you. Um, uh-huh. what, what do you see playing out here, what do you think will play out with the way the Seahawks are playing? Are they just hitting a rough patch? Are they done? What's, What's your deal there? I don't think it's a rough patch because once you
4: take away Giacomini and some of the offensive linemen that they did, you play with the very fabric of your football team because, I mean, I'm watching Russell Wilson now. But, like, Russell, like, I got the money, you run it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, got a nice, cute girlfriend, you run it. You know what I'm saying? And now the offensive line is not there to move it, and Marshawn, like, okay, I got my money, and I'm finna chill.
2: Now, who's the backup? <laughs> let me, well, let me ask well, you know, you he played tried to run it against Detroit. It. Yeah. That didn't did. work. Huh? He tried to run the ball against Detroit, and that didn't work too well. Who that? That guy from BYU was in his face. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so, I mean, let's, through let's it look the at line, their right? schedule, though. Let's look at their schedule if that's we're talking brutal. about schedules.
4: That's brutal.
2: Come on. It's tough. I,
4: you hey, know. they they, get, they gave them Monday night on the road like that to Cincinnati at 1
2: o'clock? What in the hell? Yeah, pretty well, rough. Pretty rough. Warren, how many sacks do you think you
4: could have had? Coast time. How, how sure many
5: yeah, they tough. could move that to Very the four tough.
4: o'clock slot and give the Cincinnati a prime time four fifteen game. Because the Cowboys, like New, Cowboy New England game was was trash. I mean, you talking about some flexing. They need to stop some one o'clock four o'clock games around here with
3: these injuries, right? He,
4: well, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that Cowboys
3: New England game had no business had being nothing. Prime no time. business being in the national stage at four fifteen like that. No, like, you're right about that. Come
4: on, I mean the Bengals, the Bengals Seattle game was the game. And then you were trying to fight that with the Rams and Green Bay game, So you were caught like I was on Sunday, like, come on. Yeah,
5: but you're looking game at going. this as a football then, guy.
4: Then,
3: then four them going
5: to overtime, you're like, damn. None of this could have been moved to four o'clock.
3: Put <laughs> your TV executive hat on, okay? It's simple. They throw the Cowboys and Patriots no, no, on No, no, there. no, no,
4: no, no, no. Let me help you with this because I know my man very well, Howard Katz, and his, his boys do an excellent job. They have nine of the – Things that go on around NFL teams that they have to work around. So once they lock their schedule, it's locked. <laughs> the only thing they can play with is Sunday night. You know what I'm saying?
3: Right. Okay. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Trust me. They 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 work around other parking, baseball games, everything. You know, all kinds of stuff. So trust me. That when they put that schedule down, it, it is locked solid, and it, it is the best that we can find. Trust me on that. I mean, they they do an excellent job with that. I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't. I won't, I won't rag them. They do a great job.
3: Now, how many sacks would you predict you would have in a 16-game season if oh. you played it against the Seattle Seahawks offensive line, all 16 games? Listen, man. I,
4: I I wondered how they ever made two back-to-back Super Bowls with a defensive end in college at the guard
3: position.
5: <laughs>
4: Sweeney, if you don't know his name, he's from 64-8. He played defensive position. end in college and he started at National Football League, his rookie year, and they went to back-to-back Super Bowl. I was blown away with this. I was like, my mouth watered every time I turned the film off. It looked like Joy Diaz to me number 64. Would you have got <laughs> 20 to... against them? All,
3: all 16
4: games.
5: Nah.
4: Nah. I won't. I won't be that braggadocious. With this left me right now, I couldn't even get in the stand to go after nobody. Oh, <laughs> well, so you mean at age forty-six or forty-four?
3: No, forty-two, brother. Forty-two, do you couldn't do get that. twenty. Do How about that. if Don't. you were twenty-eight? You think you can get twenty again? No, 20? twenty what? Twenty-eight. Twenty sacks. If you were twenty-eight years old playing against no, that line? No, twenty-eight is not a prime age to go rushing. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Okay, last question here. Last question for you.
4: Give me 22, and maybe I'll give you a good number. So, Jesus, do I know what, what you, I know now, or that, am I still dumb in 22, coming out of college?
5: <laughs> See, that's, that's the whole point. The point.
4: You, you got to get to a point where you know how to rush. <laughs> well, that's true. So that's why I say, me, Bruce Smith, and all of us just sit around and look at the NFL now like dogs. I don't know if I could do it, but I sure like to try. <laughs> you know, you really like to give yourself 40, 50, 45, 50 rushes in a Sunday afternoon. Holy smokes. I mean, what, who was that, Josh McCown threw the ball? Oh, my God. He raced by and from the from the um, uh, record book. Josh How many, many times did he yeah, throw it? There,
0: so.
4: Josh McCown? How many Josh times
0: McCown did he throw Josh McCown was throwing the
4: ball, dropping it in Tampa, picking it back up, throwing it back to the same spot last year. And now he's sitting right <laughs> there. Yeah, I'm, I'm having true. a tough time following the week sometimes.
3: <laughs> I got one last question for you here. On. You've met Jim Harbaugh, I assume, in your broadcasting career. No. No? No. I was in the studio every – I was an uh, analyst. I was sitting in the studio every week.
5: I know we all
3: here week. on this show like him as a coach. It's hard to argue that. Yeah, I just we, want all, to, we all like him as a coach on the college. Okay, you don't like him as right. a pro's. No, I don't like
4: him in the pros. What then why not? what what are you
2: what are you against him and, and at the pro level? What's the well, problem at the pro I level? What I
4: hear from the couple people that I knew in San Francisco, it's 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 a it's a dictatorship. hmm And I and I went with a pretty hard dude in Gruden. But Gruden understand that I need alliances with my, my six captain my kicker and my special team guy, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if I don't know Gruden, if that
2: Gruden was a dictator?
4: No, no, no. Goom was a hard driver, but he understood I had to build alliances with my six captains, my special team coach, mm. my kicker, my quarterback, you know, because I was sitting there with mm. him and Brad, and Brad told him, hey, John, it's just too much for me to spit out in a in, in, a, in, a, in a 20-second huddle. And Groove looked right. at him with that, that, that chucky face and he goes, what? Yeah. What do you want to call it? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, sometimes <laughs> you got to give and take. And I don't think Colin yeah. Kaepernick at any point felt comfortable going at Jim like that. Like, Jim, hey, man, can we do something that I want to do? Can you imagine
2: that? Yeah, well, I don't think that would have went <laughs> Can you away imagine well.
3: that? So what kind of yeah. – listen, that, that's an interesting point you bring up. What kind of coach – you know, because we see John Gruden, the Monday night TV announcer. Oh, you that's know, Mr. Positive. <laughs> he's Mr. Positive? <laughs> that's Mr. Positive. You never heard him say one
4: thing bad on Monday night football. He loves everybody. Love you, man.
3: Okay, great. Stop <laughs> here. Okay, so I'm not crazy. That's my big beef with him. He never gives you straight talk. <laughs> hey
4: man, no, it, it, there's no Chucky. You're not gonna get Chucky on Monday night. Monday night, Monday night Chucky doesn't exist.
5: So he just Sunday, gives you Mr. Sunday positive. Chucky
4: exists and and lives. in Tuesday Chucky exists. Wednesday, yeah, you can get him and go over there to the FCCA and you and you get Chucky. But on Monday night football, hey man. Okay, how America, is he in an man? NFL I'm locker not room? Regional, man.
3: keep that job. Keep that How is job. he in an NFL locker room? Is he? Huh? Is he, is he, is he a tough-driving, hard-driving, in-your-face type Oh, he's an
4: SOB. Okay. <laughs> an absolute SOB. But I gotcha. love him. I love him. I mean, because
2: oh, he's this. a Seem consistent
4: SOB. Because that's the one thing you have to be is consistent in what you preach preaching and how you go about it, because you know this, Chad. Football players are creatures of habit. As soon as you change yeah, something exactly. or come mm-hmm. in there a little different, we notice it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, he, gotta up, he gotta, And it could be yeah, the slightest. Got to stick up his butt yeah. today. Got to stick up his butt today. We it know could, it. it mean, could, yeah, you well, could be the slightest. I mean, there's no way for you to hide it. We
2: know it when you, when you we, come what, in there phoning you know, in. What we used to say about some coaches. Oh, his, oh, his ass is tight today. He's, oh boy, you can't you, you, can't, can't, you can't, get a laser. You can't get a He's got a peach seed up his butt right now. It's so tight. Yeah, we notice it, no doubt about oh, it. Oh, yeah, we notice. it. You know, you're always wait. looking at your coach. You're constantly listening to him. And, look, to the point to where we would imitate the coaches at the end of the year, Ooh. that was an actual event. <laughs> we would go imitate the coaches, and the head coach would have to watch it. It was a whole show. So all football players you know, do that, you know man. You saw the guy on hard yeah.
4: knocks. Everybody imitates their yeah. coach, <laughs> especially when yeah. it's an act. Like like Bill O'Brien down in Texas, when it's right. an act. Right. When you're playing for the cameras. <laughs>
3: You yep. think he plays for yeah. the cameras, huh? Man, watch that hard I think knock a lot again of those and go guys, back dude. and you tell me
4: if he's playing for the camera. Because if the you watching one... that, that show and you telling me that James guy did not deserve a spot in that shitty defensive backfield that they got going, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and and, yeah, you, and I... the only reason you going to pick the other guy, and you don't even say, because he's taller, you're going to try my intelligence and say I'm going to go with the length. What? length. <laughs> <Limp. laughs> yeah, that's what he said. Are oh, we gonna go with the length? Why don't you just say the other guys taller? So you, you I mean, you on tv Don't don't play yeah, us sounds, like Boo Boo the Fool.
2: Sounds like yeah. a good sounds I'm like a, something I'm, good I'm to say go for an limp. extends commercial.
4: We're gonna go with the length. I mean, like man, exactly. we got a ten foot bucket or something to go to. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the You know the only
2: guy, the only guy that didn't put on for the cameras was Joe Philbin. He was the same fossil on the, in front of the cameras. That That's why Joe Philbin time. ain't
4: got a job. I mean, when you're, yeah, a, fossil, you're a fossil, you're a
2: fossil. Yeah, couldn't, could couldn't, couldn't turn it up. When you're a
3: fossil, you're a fossil. Oh, man. you guys, you're kicking the man when he's down. No, Come I'm on. not. He's uh. dead. Hey, we're just
2: giving you the real. Isn't This straight talk. Hey, Isn't man, he was,
4: he, he was a fossil, and then they went to the one nut on the staff, the tight end coach. I love him. He, he got fire, but. He's going to say something he has no business saying. i give him two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Campbell? See no, how man. So this like was that, you like you want to say it, you have said it all morning. Now when the microphone comes up, it's going to get to a point where he says it.
2: <laughs> Bro, have you seen him stand at the podium like he no, did a year ago? He is ready to, to get
4: in a three-point stand and root hog <laughs> the DN up to the linebacker and get to the next <laughs> level right
3: now. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, Warren, and let
3: me either. net this oh, out. You love, <laughs> you love John Gruden. Yeah. You love John Gruden. Jim Harbaugh, you love him as a college coach, but never again in the pros. Uh, that's just mine. I mean, I just just not for me. I,
4: okay. I don't know what he brings to the table, but for my people that I've had out there, they said, uh-uh. It ain't. It, it wears on you. Like Boone. Boone even said, it wears on you.
2: But so I think well, his next go round, if there is going to be one in the NFL, I think he he might change some things. No, so, he's you know, going let's, to let's be a god
4: like Saban in the Big Ten. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Didn't Pete Carroll make some adjustments when he you know went to the next? I, I, I'm sure he's a different coach now than he was at New England and the New York Jets. So absolutely, let's let's, let's hope. Yeah, let's hope absolutely. Harbaugh can. Make Absolutely. Some adjustments there, if you no, but how about going to gonna be
4: like Saban is down in the south, it in, in the Midwest? I mean, that's that's where he wants to be. Yeah, home, I don't.
2: But he doesn't home, stay anywhere else. How long do you think he staying? Home away bleeds blue, and all of Michigan?
4: that. He's going to be a god in Michigan. I mean, come on. You me know, that?
5: Are you telling, like, you that, are you telling me down? that but when they, I come on? We out need one of those
4: up north. We need it. We need it. We need, need four places like that where we get four monster places, and then we rotate it a little bit because we got a forced system college playoff now. This is good.
3: Are you yeah. telling me Saturday when I turn on that Michigan Michigan state game I will not see the Michigan middle linebacker in a three point stance?
4: At no time point or position. Well at least well at least we we at least at the line of scrimmage because a couple of years ago I can show you a picture where our linebackers were further back in the end zone than the running back was seven yards deep behind the quarterback. So, <laughs> l- 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 Don't start me. Don't start me <laughs> on you with that, man, because, hey, man, I broke four TVs. I told you this, man. So, <laughs> 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 that burns that burn, that burn me more than anything because I bleed on the green, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, no, home.
2: yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt That's about it. That's my home. Well, you know, I'm a Buccaneer man. by trade
4: and a raider by trade, but I'm a cowboy fan. I'll never be anything but a University of Miami man. I can. Yeah, I could never. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. I, absolutely. Well, look,
4: I, I'm man. I'm having a hard time uh, next sure year putting the Missouri yeah. hat on when my little girl committed up there. I'm still trying to convince myself that I can put it on.
5: <laughs> <laughs> you can.
4: I'm trying to convince myself that I can put it on. I can, I can put this hat on, dog. I've been looking at it for about a good six months now. I can put that hat on, dog. When it's come time, I'm gonna put that Missouri hat on. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, look, this segment is called Straight Talk, and damn, you came straight. You came correct today, big fella. No doubt about that. Hey, man,
4: you you got me warm, fast with that um dog. Don't do that to me again.
5: (laughs) What did you think we were
4: coming with? (laughs) I didn't know, man. I figured we were going to talk about, you know, know little football Mike Vick last night, you know, brilliant play at the end of the game by Mike Tom. They are rolling the dice in Pittsburgh, aren't they? But do anything to hold the ship up to Big Big and get back. I love it.
2: (laughs) Hey, before you go, I do have one real serious question to ask you before you go uh what do you think of playboy no more nudes in playboy
4: you know what i gotta call my boy matt Nobley because i know the vp but you know what playboy has always been a little classy with you know not a lot of pink panther and not a lot of vulgarness in there so and it was always i read playboy for the jokes for the story yep. and the joke. About, yeah, for the jokes. Right. the uh-huh. joke
3: page We're, the story you
4: know do you, say, Do you guys know the reason they
3: you guys know the reason they said, it? and it's actually re- you know smart thinking on their part. Their their point at this at this stage of the game is: listen, we started off being revolutionary. Now kids that grew up, you know, years ago, kids would want to read it. Now they're walking around with smartphones. They're a click away from this stuff anyway. So why are we going to put it in a magazine? It doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah, oh, it's so they're just going to make it an app
3: now.
2: Right. Oh no, they're just not. I mean, they're not going. They're not doing the nudes anymore. I mean, look, Playboy's turned into like the Sears catalog when I was a kid. It's very tame at this point with whatever. No, you get no, out no, no, so? no, 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 no.
5: Don't say this. Unless Sears you're putting catalog. that
2: celebrity in there that everybody wants to see. I mean, what is it now? Come on. Let's yeah, be
5: that's, real. That's I love their deal. Playboy.
2: You can't well, hate Playboy, dog. No, I the can't be Playboy. But the bunny, play, the Playboy
4: <laughs> party, Playboy All-American. Even though Linda Vincent wouldn't let me be one when I was when I was gonna be everything around there. She she pulled Linda out on the way. me.
2: Boy, you pulled a name out there. Good. Yeah, man. I got to pull out
4: Linda Vincent and John Hahn. I told you I'm a yeah. cane, buddy. That's all I know. Yeah.
2: No. No
4: no doubt about it. S, S,
2: those are SID people, Emil, in case you're uh, Yeah, you know, okay. S, SID lost. department at the University of Miami. People,
4: one time right. for for the SID department at the cane, One time for the <laughs> heck Center. Yes, sir. All right,
1: my man. Uh, we're going hey, to let you get on with Tuesday, the rest after of week
4: day. six in the National Football League, AC, I'm going to invite you over for a little turkey so we can actually look at the schedule because I want you to hold these teams that you have right now. I want you to hold these. Warren, the you invite
3: team? me, I show up. So no, no, no. Beware. But I want
4: you to hold these teams that you were just <laughs> holding, that you just asked me about right
3: there in that first quarter. Okay. And we'll watch how it flips. Okay, we'll watch. All right. And if you invite me for Thanksgiving dinner, I might show up the Saturday after Thanksgiving to It'll watch be the be in game Orlando, weekend. though. You got to come to
4: Windermere. <laughs> Shoot, he got yeah, no gotta, problem I doing I gotta that. I got to put 200
3: miles on you, you know what I'm
4: saying? <laughs> 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 I got to go with the baby and Mama, I, I don't do no cooking. I got to go check no. I gotta go check grandma's house, baby. <laughs>
2: yes, good, good grief. All right, Sap, man, All right, we're going to let you go, man. Go go shop for them turkeys you're going to fry up and change the NFL because it's usually what happens. And once you fry the turkey, everything flips in the league. So we appreciate you coming on. All right, that was my man Warren Sap and Straight Talk. Man, how straight was that? We we said
3: straight talk you got straight talk. I uh, fired him up right out of the agreement. gate with that Miami Florida State stuff and you know from there he's off and running.
2: I sent you the picture of the kid in the three-point stance. You want to give you want before we hit this break and come back for our final segment. You want to give me your little synopsis of what you see there. What do you what do you,
3: what, what do, do I see? What do you think? I, I see a future Facebook post for me because I'm using that one. That's great. Oh, oh
2: my God. <laughs> I mean, I can't get any worse for Al. This is worse than the banner flying overhead, this kid in the 3.5. Listen, band. honestly, I'm, I'm
3: being serious. What, what? I mean, all kidding aside, what is that kid doing?
2: I don't know what that kid's doing, but we're going to a break. We'll be back right after this. <laughs>
1: Like this. Everywhere go, is this. hey 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 do you
0: love fantasy sports do you love money do you love excitement well get ready because you may have found your heaven FanDuel has combined all of these great things into one amazing website turn your love for sports into money and excitement with one week and even one day fantasy leagues with a chance for enormous payout FanDuel pays out over ten million dollars in winnings weekly to its members that's right 10 million dollars. One member has made over 600,000 playing in their league. Another customer entered a one day contest for $25 and get this, cashed out $25,000 that day. FanDuel even offers a 100% money back guarantee. Sign up now and join a league. If you don't absolutely love it, they'll give you your money back. You can enter leagues for as little as $1. For a limited time, FanDuel is offering a 100% deposit match bonus to Gridiron Stud Show listeners. That's right, they'll match your initial deposit all the way up to $200. What more can you ask for? Just head over to FanDuel.com right now and enter the promo code GRIDIRONSTUDS when you sign up. But you better hurry, the match bonus is going to end soon. Just head over to FanDuel.com and enter the promo code GRIDIRONSTUDS. Do it now!
2: For the final segment of the Gridiron Stud Show, man, we just had a whole knee-slapping segment here with SAP. 30 minutes of just straight talk with tons of comedy. But uh, if you want it the way that it's supposed to be and the way that it is and straight through the face, uh, we had the right guy on here in the last segment. All right, we got to do some things here. Uh, We need a rank because people love ranking. So we're going to rank the top five teams in the NFL uh, as we do all the time on this show, I have mine. Emil has his. We didn't talk about it beforehand. Um, and oftentimes we think alike, although I just I don't think we are going to have the exact same order. We're probably going to have at least four of, of the five teams be the same. So without further ado, I'll go first on mine, and I'll start with number five. I've got Cincinnati at number five, Emil. Okay. Uh, they, are un- they are undefeated. Uh, kudos to them for that i'm i still look at them sideways uh waiting for the other shoe to drop or for a turkey to be fried and uh and then you know things will change up for these guys here but for right now you do have to give them credit uh they reach five and oh by beating the uh, defending nfc champs so you got to give them that um though the ravens are you know they may be struggling they're still a good football team they beat them and so i'm going to take my hat off and give Cincinnati uh, their due for being undefeated, though they're at number five. Um, we'll take some of that due away by having a four-and-one football team in front of them in Arizona. Yes, Arizona did take a L, L, uh, but they've been purely dominant in all of the other games that they've played. And, you know, everyone could point to who did they play. Truth of the matter, as Sap mentioned, it's the NFL. It's professional football teams. And they do say on any given Sunday. And in four of their games here, there it may be any given Sunday. Just those teams have not had a chance. They've completely rubbed teams out. And oh uh, you yeah, you like know that. what?
3: Before you go further, and that was my point. <clears throat> what I was trying to get to, Warren. I understand how hard it is to win in the league. So I'm not. I'm not saying if you're five and zero, you're five and zero. That's great. All I'm saying is when you start separating these teams and you're looking, your point on Arizona is well taken. And I look at a team like Atlanta who I'm sure is on your list, and I say, well, yeah, they're great, but, I mean, you know, they're winning two- and three-point games against the NFC East, which is the second-worst division in football behind the AFC South.
2: Yeah, um, so when Arizona goes about winning, they they, they do it big, and uh, Carson Palmer looked really, really good against the Lions. They've won all their four games by double digits, so you got to give them that. You know, uh, I'm going to step off to the side here a minute. How about St. Louis? St. Louis happens to be the team that beat, Arizona, uh they beat the Seattle Seahawks, but you know, they, they just seem to be missing that's a that's a pretty damn good football team that has continually seemed to be missing something, which is a quarterback, but man, what's well, up with that? Well, I, I get mean
3: let's be fair to St. Louis here. Again, you know, you're saying schedule doesn't matter. Here's their schedule. Seattle at Washington, which is a game I felt they should have they figured out how to lose. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. At Arizona, at Green Bay. I mean, that's not exactly.
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> no doubt. A tough schedule, man. And if they miss the playoffs by one game, they'll look at that Washington game and throw up all over again. But let me continue here with this top five. Number three, I've got the Atlanta Falcons. Um, they're undefeated, man. You... And, yes, I know it was the Romo-less Cowboys, but going on the road after the win that they had uh, the week before to get to get that solid win against. The Dallas Cowboys, I got to give them credit for that. Um, and, and so, you know, I, okay. I like the Atlanta Falcons. They seem to be they seem to be running along pretty good here. And so, I'm going to give them their due. One and two is what everyone's wants to know about. Who do I put where? We both we know who those teams are. I'm putting the Packers at two. Um, they've had some nice home games there for them. That has worked out for them on this schedule to get us, you know, some of those home games. But it's really not much separating them and the number one team, which I have as the New England Patriots. Um, I guess Tom Brady and the boys are pissed off. The whole deflate gate and, you know, your dynasty's been a fraud and you guys have cheated your way through this league, da-da-da-da-da. they have taken that to heart. And you got to love that because, man, these guys go out and just get the job done. And, you know, just to give you an idea of how shrewd they are, Uh, They've got this new kid, Lewis. You know, the quick little running back that kind of do everything. That kind of player they always seem to have. The Shane Vereen, the the uh, what was the guy from LSU they had for many many years. Um, They just always seem to have that kind of player around. And
0: uh, being shrewd
2: as they are, and before this kid could really really blow up, you know what they did? Amel got him signed to an extension, got him signed to a contract, and then they let him loose on Sunday. So. Um right now I got the New England Patriots as of right now though, you know, if we accelerated this thing. If you could if you could simulate the rest of the season as they do on those video games, we're looking at New England and Green Bay in the Super Bowl.
3: Well, you know, barring catastrophic injury, I I I have New England 14 and 0 going into their last two road games of the year. Okay? Because I when I look at that schedule, you know, again, yeah, I know the any given Sunday, but at the Colts, New, New York and Miami at home, Washington at home, At the Giants, Buffalo at home, maybe a loss at Denver if if Manning can generate some points. Uh, To me, the toughest, you know, the Denver game and the games at New York and Miami to end the year uh, stand between them and an undefeated season. Because the rest of those games, I just I think they have three games they could potentially lose. That's it. Yeah, you know, I always
2: caution you against flying down the schedule like that. But who could disagree with that? The way they're playing right now. So you
3: know, well, I'm going to go backwards. I'm going to go backwards because, you know, frankly, uh, sorry, fans, we have the same five teams, so the order's a little different. Uh, number one, I'm with you. Uh, for me at this point, they're defending champs. Uh, I see no reason New England shouldn't be number one. They just they take care of business. And so for me, they're easily. Actually, it wasn't even a hard choice. I mean, Green Bay to me is, is clearly number two, but it, it to me there's a separation right now between them and New England, I just like what I see from the Patriots. Even though I'm not, I don't consider myself a a, a Patriot lover, but uh, mm. I just number three might surprise some people out there. I like Arizona. You know, records to me in the NFL at this point in the season don't mean as much. I go by the eyeball test, and when I look mm. at Arizona, to me, they're the only team that I think could could beat Green Bay in the NFC. Uh, they have a quarterback, they, they they have some playmakers, they play good defense, uh, they, they could possibly give uh, Rodgers some problems on the outside because they have guys that can mm-hmm. cover. So for me, mm-hmm. Arizona's number three. I'm like mm-hmm. you. Uh, I still look at the next team kind of cross-eyed, but I'm going to put Cincinnati at number four. At some point I have to give them credit. And uh, beating Seattle, I don't care what people say about Seattle at this point, they're still a two time defending NFC champion and they won a Super Bowl in there uh that was an impressive comeback. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick Cincinnati at number four. Uh number five, I put Atlanta for the reasons I've talked about on the show. Uh I think they've done a great job. It's one of the great turnaround stories of the year. But again, I've got to see them play some people before I really get convinced that, that, that this this team is, is they're better, there's no doubt about it. But if you want me to say they're a contender I've got to see them go and beat somebody that's that's you know a, a fellow. What do they got to go beat? New England or Green Bay for you? Uh, is, is that is that it? Well, you know what? Probably it's not going to happen till the play. Listen, they're going to lose somewhere. But if you look at their schedule the rest of the way till the playoffs, I mean they they got themselves a favorable schedule. I mean they obviously have their division games, but they've got at Tennessee, home home with Tampa, who's in their division, at San Francisco. I mean they're winnable games. Home with the Colts. I mean, there's really okay. Their okay. Well, then can you can you give them can you give them credit for handling? Uh, I guess that tougher part of their schedule. Can we say that? Yeah, listen, I, you're mistaken. I have them number five out of thirty-two teams. It's not like I'm I'm saying they're garbage. I'm saying you're asking me to rank them against other teams. Like I think right now, if Atlanta and Arizona went and played on a neutral field, I'm taking Arizona all day. That's all I'm yeah. saying.
2: They have a three-game stretch uh, all on the road coming up uh, here in December that could be a little problematic for them, you know, an injury here and there. Um, yes, it is the Buccaneers. Uh but who knows what kind of ball the Bucks will be playing in. I, I
3: think well, they're going to fight they're, all, they're all year they because they have a new coach year. and a young quarterback. They're not just going to – you don't expect Tampa Bay to just be like, hey, let's play out the string because they're playing a rookie quarterback, so they're going to be looking for improvement. They have a younger team and a right. new coach, so they're going to play. Right. You know that Packers – you know
2: that Panthers game is going to be tough one way or another. Um, and if they happen to lose that, then you can fully expect them to beat the hell out of the Jaguars – um, I think they're winning that game either way. It's just by how much has a lot to do with what happened the week before against Carolina. But um, if you're just looking at it and, and doing that dangerous thing that I tell you we shouldn't do and forecast it, yeah, they've got a lot of deadbeats on their schedule. There's no doubt about it.
3: Titans, the sandwich Buc- you games know. with, you know, that Jaguar game, though, you're forgetting one thing. It's it's an interesting sandwich. They come off the, the game with Carolina on the road. They face the third road game in a row against Jacksonville with a home date with Carolina the week after that. So that makes the Jacksonville game dicey because it's the end of a three-game road trip and you have the team you just played that's probably going to be your chief competition for the division on the back end of it.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, you know, in the NFL, one game leads to the next. But So there you have it. Uh, we've got the same five teams. Should be no shock to anyone there. Um, but let's talk about something even greater than that. It's just how well you and I did, but especially you in our NFL picks this weekend, man, you've produced, I don't know that, have we had a six and zero week on here? I think I may have had one. I don't know if you've ever had one, but, uh, whether, well, whether you I, I can now. recall it or not. Yeah, you definitely have had it now. Not only did you go three and O in college football, you went Three and O in NFL football, and that is extremely hard to do.
3: That's just I almost feel like nuts. you you have pity for me today or something. You you saw what happened to my Dodgers last night. You you, you saw what happened to Sark, and I I almost feel like you're trying to br- bring me up, which is what a friend would do.
2: Yeah, well, look, I I don't know about all that. I just know you produced a six and O weekend for these guys. So bottom line was.
1: team carried two
2: touchdowns, 165 yards. I was raping them. That's basically what you were doing this weekend. Yeah, you, was it. you were raping them. So I did. there you go. Um, a six and zero weekend. Do you want to hear the go first. Yeah, let me get my let me let me get my ugliness out of the way. If you I didn't have ugliness, remember.
3: there was no ugliness. Well, let's, you did well.
2: No, I did. I did go two and one this weekend. I do need to uh, in the NFL. So uh, I'll talk about the one that hurt me the most. Uh, I'm on my way to what I believe is also a three and zero weekend with my with my friends here. And uh, we're in a nip and tuck game with with Oakland and Denver, and it looked like Oakland was ready to turn a serious corner and 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 finally beat the Denver Broncos. Uh, they just couldn't get what they needed to. They couldn't move the ball and get in the end zone against Denver, uh, who's playing really really good defense, as we talked about with Sapp. Uh, and and you know they were still okay. I don't quite remember the
3: score. I think they were down a point two points two points it was nine it was nine seven and 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 they had the ball
2: nine seven have the ball you're trying to convert on a third down or a fourth down and you blindly throw if you're Derek Carr crossing route right into the hands of Chris Harrison he's out of there cost me that game you know I held out hope but I just didn't I wasn't sure that they would get back in the end zone which they didn't so I took my loss on on that one um I've ridden the Washington Redskins, I think, three times here already this season, and they've been good to me. Took them against the uh, Atlanta Falcons, and it ended up being a really, really tight ball game and uh, ended up covering the number there. And uh, what was my other pick, Amy? Tampa. Because I don't. Tampa. Oh, yeah. Took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They were fooling around a little bit early, and uh, then they flexed a little muscle, man. Put up 38 points on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'll take it. I just couldn't see Tampa Bay losing... This game, because you got to be looking at a game against Jacksonville as one of the rare opportunities for us to 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 win a game right now. So, it uh, looked like they went into that thing ultra prepared. They they battled early on and then and then kind of ran away from. I mean,
3: you yeah, had an excellent so, week. So to be honest with you, that Oakland game, I mean, it turned on that pick. It ended up sixteen ten. You got four and a half, and I mean, frankly, I, I don't think Denver was going to get in the end zone on their own offensively in <laughs> that game. So. I mean, the pick really cost you a three and 0 week. It doesn't help the people who lost with it, but at the end of the day, two and one is nothing to, uh, you know, sneeze at. You're six and eight in the NFL and overall 17 and 15, so you're above the Mendoza line. Gotta love that. We'll take that. So tell
2: tell the people
3: out there just how great you have done this. Well, mean, you are- undersold the Washington pick. First of all, we each took Washington plus seven. Uh, they lost by six, but the game was in overtime. Once it goes to overtime, you can't lose by more than six in in the NFL. So, you know, you Hey, had you a know, winner. wait,
2: just a quick, just a quick story on that. I got myself kind of confused because, you know, look, I'm dozing in and out on that. I did, I just come back from Missouri. I was trying to get some kind of rest any way that I can. So, I'm sitting there watching this, and I see this interception, and you know, I got all confused about the little overtime rules because there's always rule changes. I'm like, are they going to kick? Are they no. going to have to kick an extra point here? They kick an extra point here. I'm going to, I'm going to kick this TV. I can't lose a game like this. This is not the way I'm going to lose. No, the rule, game. The, or, the rule, you know, I wouldn't have it, lost it, it, but it would have been a push.
3: The rule of thumb for your heart is simple: six and a half or more in the NFL when the game goes overtime. If you don't care who wins, you can turn it off.
2: You won. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a winner. You know what? I had a flashback of before you jump into your picks. The one of the worst picks. Uh, the one of the worst beats I've ever had. USC, Arizona State, I don't remember what year it was. Uh, it was 1990s. in the early
3: 2000s. It was the overtime. Oh, I remember the, that. Oh, do I remember? The overtime game and year, I
2: think it was seven and a half or something like that. And um, I, I want to say... Arizona State scored first in the overtime. And are you like, okay, I'm still all right. And then I think USC threw an interception when they were trying to tie it up. No, no, it you all know what, runs Look, it all no, way you're
3: close. This was, I think it was late 90s. This was pre pete Arizona State yeah. was a seven-and-a-half, eight-point favorite. Game goes overtime, tied. Arizona State gets up seven. USC has the ball. Kid gets hit and fumbles. Ball pops up in the air. Arizona State, kid catches it, runs it, in. they win by 13 points.
2: It was, Can't make uh, it up,
3: man. Never forget it. Yeah, bad beat. All right, tell the people what you did out there. Okay, so we started with the skins, and you uh, you undersold. It was easy. The skins were ahead most of the game, uh, never outside the number. Goes overtime, you're getting seven. That's a winner. Then we come, one o'clock still, we have the Eagles minus five. You know, if the Eagles were ever going to win a game and look good on offense, this was the spot, okay? The Saints were coming off. Mm -hmm that win on Sunday night against the Cowboys. They were giddy. They got their first win of the year against, you know, the beating up my Dallas Cowboys. They go to Philly and this just had the feeling. And Bradford did his best to try to help me lose this, okay? He threw two interceptions in the end zone. The Eagles were going up and down the field. Somehow they were tied or losing. But then all of a sudden he realized if he throws it to the guy in the green, he gets seven. And that started happening frequently. And the Eagles won 39-17. That was an easy one. Second half, it was a blowout.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and then finally, probably surprised some of our loyal listeners that you know I went against my Cowboys. I laid eight with the Patriots, and you said, "Man, if they if they cover this game, they're 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 a monster to win to win off a buy as a road favor." But here's the, here's the deal. The Cowboys knew when that score was 13-3, you could see it in the eyes on their bench, it was over because as well as their defense played in the first half, and it played, anybody watch that game, they held the Patriots like 110 yards of offense. They sacked Brady five times. He was ticked off. Greg Hardy is a monster, regardless of what you think of him personally. Oh, yeah. The team knew that it's 13-3, we can't win. I mean, you could just see... I don't want to use the word quit, I think deflation. They just This guy is throwing the ball three yards past the line of scrimmage, and I knew that's what happens with Brandon Whedon. When you're running backs every week or you're leading receivers, your quarterback's the problem. So I took New England minus eight. They wore the Cowboys down and beat them 30-6. to six. That was easy. And that was it. Mm. I, I went I'm yeah. seven and eight in the pros. I'm back to near 500, 20 and 13 overall. That's Nothing a good, wrong with that. That's a
2: good overall record. Got to love yeah.
3: that. So, um, you're going Thanks well. Thanks for the help of my ego this man. morning, Chad. I was really down after the, the the events of the last couple, you know, 12 hours. So, thank you. Yeah, well,
2: dodge, I Dodgers to get it right. You, you want to tell me why Utley didn't play yesterday real quick before we go here?
3: Because uh, he's 36 and he's hitting 220. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if you want to know the truth. he didn't Come play on, man. His Wasn't the reason? book
2: good for him against yesterday's starter? I, I don't start care. Some controversy. I don't
3: care what he listen. To. Jimmy Rollins should have been in the same place with Chase Utley watching the game. Why the Dodgers have a stud shortstop like Corey Seager on the bench? Because Rollins hits well against the Mets. Those numbers when when he was an All-Star player. He's a 2.25 hitter. Give me a break. All
0: right,
2: all right. I wanted to start a little something, but I guess you know you're not gonna let me. You killed it with logic. So there you go. Well, all right, man. It's the end of another great Tuesday show. Uh, certainly want to thank our, our guests. Uh, should we even call him that because we're going to have a regular segment here? Nevertheless, we want to thank he's a guest. NFL a He's Hall always on here. That's
3: nice of him to come by every Tuesday and uh, make us laugh and share some straight talk because he's certainly a funny guy but a very knowledgeable guy at the same time. So,
2: Yeah, so uh, the straight talk was extremely straight. No chaser on that one. So We'd like to thank our guest, Warren Sapp, for coming on and doing his segment here with us today. We hope you all enjoyed it. If you listening, you had to have, uh, or something's wrong with you. So we want to thank all of you all for listening to the show today. Uh, recruiting show tomorrow night. We're going to do the recruiting roundtable show tomorrow night. So, um, you know, stay tuned for more information on that. And Amo's uh, back with me on Friday as we uh, do some more picks, and hopefully he can go 6-0 and again and your boy here can join him. So. Uh, We've got a whole lot going on, man. If you're not listening to this show every day, then, you know, something's not right with you. And if you are listening to it, tell a friend. Don't keep it to yourself because the more the merrier. Thank you for listening. For Amo Calamino, I'm Chad Wilson. Enjoy the rest of your day.